Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, everybody, we're back. We are joined by Amy Sugarman, Danielle Romo, Riley Pelusis. Welcome, welcome. Hello, everybody. How are you guys? I mean, awesome after that episode. I love yeah. that episode. Yeah, it's we're ready. It's a favorite. Season two episode was this 15? Lost and found? Oh boy. Oh boy. What a what a what a rollicking ride this was. I tell you that Luke. Yes. He, he I don't even know if this is an expression that makes any sense, but he's wrapped tighter than a country ham. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know going into it yeah. that it had what I consider your second most iconic scene. Which Did is the second most iconic scene? The rant? The, that. The hammer the going hammer? through the wall. Where My favorite scene is, ever? Yeah, your first is pushing Jess right. in the lake. Right. And then this has number two. Yeah. Um, 
You know, a lot of Luke this week. A lot of Luke. You couldn't get away from Luke. Uh, yeah, I look, I really enjoyed this episode. I thought, it was, again, it was really tight. It was taut. It was filled with tension. It was filled with humor. It was, it was just beautifully written and directed. And I thought the acting was... Uh, was spot on. And, uh, you know, I have to take back that I, uh, you know, don't really enjoy watching the kids stuff because I enjoyed watching the kids stuff. You know, I liked watching Milo and Alexis go at it. You know, I, yeah. li- I-, I liked Lorelai and-, and Milo going at it. I thought it was terrific. And I got to know him a little better as a character and I got to see some vulnerability and I really liked him in this, even though he was being a pain in the butt. Yeah. You know, there's just something about how he approaches that character that draws you in. So the smirks, literally, yeah. when he gives the little subtle smirks, yeah. I die. Yes, <laughs> like so yes. good. And you know what? You know what really capped it for me is seeing those piles and piles of clothes that his mother sent him in Luke's oh, apartment. Yeah. It's like we're done. You're not my son. I'm disowning you. Let Luke raise you. And it's just, I felt so bad for him. Um. And I just, I don't know, I just fell a little deeper in love with him. You know, so anything he was doing in the episode, um, and he wasn't being like, you know, jerky to Dean anymore in this episode. It was just sort of, he was just going back and forth. He he wants this girl. And, and I really see that he's unable to, he, he just doesn't trust people. And he's so wounded right. by his the rejection of his mother that he's not going to open up to anybody. And he's especially he's not going to open up to, to Lorelai. I mean, he tried. Yeah, he's doing the best he can. He's doing the best he can. And he, he put an effort in, right? When she was... Right, because you see him mm-hmm. you see him say, yeah. no, I'm good. And then he remembers what Rory said. Right. And he's like, no, actually, Chinese mm-hmm. food sounds good. Right. And, and then she, he tries the small talk. And Rory's such a ray of sunshine and she's so honest and she's so righteous. That she opens his eyes to a whole new world. Like, hey, you're safe. You can be safe with me, uh, Jess. Right. Now, but and I like is- how she had that conversation with both of them. Yeah. She really tells Lorelai, you need to try. Yes. And then she does the same to Jess. Very mature. And then she goes and stands up for her mother. But that's my mother. She's my best friend in the world. And you're not going to treat her this way. And give her a chance. She's a wonderful human being. You know, you can't just reject her and have me, you know, be interested in you. And he goes, oh, oh you're interested in me. You know, it's the one thing he hears, right? Oh, I didn't, I didn't know you were. And well, not in that way. Yeah, I care about you. I care says, about you, I right. Care, or something about I care about you or you care about me. Right, right. And uh, very charming stuff. You know, very, very heartfelt, very charming, um, high stakes, just just wonderful episode. I All the way around, I got my Yannick fix yeah so as long as i get my yannick fix my michelle fix i'm good right (laughs) i missed richard and emily a little bit in this episode yeah i kind of wanted to see them come into the fold but uh i don't know i guess you didn't really you don't really need them in every single episode there doesn't have to always be a friday night dinner but it would be nice if there was but you don't need it there's top-notch episode like it's one of the best i think so i think it's really because it lays you know, it's looking forward. It lays a lot of groundwork for where we're going. Um, and it moves Luke and Lorelai a little bit more forward. Yeah. Like not like not so in our face, but just the scene where they pretend to be married and Luke's like, oh God, what are you, are you crazy? With you know, the I'm, I'm trying to, lady. I'm really trying to reconcile with, you know, with the fact that he is, he just really blew up in her kitchen. Uh, but I would say that that guy 
has a lot dumped on him. There's a lot of stress in his life right now. He can't even, you know, he's he's got to sit in his diner at night and watch a tiny little television set with a with an aluminum foil and a, and a hanger as an antenna just to get <laughs> some peace because he's got to get away from Jess who listens to the rock music uh, or the punk music. Well, and the apartment is way too small. Uh, yeah, but it's just, I mean, it's full of his stuff. You know, he that had to get a, out. That, Poor, right, that was a stressful, hot mess in there. And... We're forgetting the fact that he's suddenly raising a kid. Yeah. So not only are they like squished into this mess, mm-hmm. like suddenly he's raising a teenager. Yeah, he lost it. He really lost it, didn't he? I felt bad for the guy. I don't know. It, it, what do you, Danielle, uh, Riley, what do you think? What'd you think of this episode? I, I loved it. I think it's a very pivotal episode. We start to see the shift between Rory and Dean. And just like with that little, um, the, is it a yard sale? Would you consider that a yard sale? The charity book sale. sale? Book, book, yeah, book fair. Char- book fair. Charity book um, fair. And how like Rory just kept wanting to, you know, look at books and she was like stopping herself because Dean wanted to watch Lord of the Rings and like all that kind of stuff. And you start to see like, Okay, they aren't actually meant to be together, you know. And then they're you, really not. They're not. They're just so different. I mean, and she she rolled her eyes like again with the Lord of the Rings. For God's sake, I mean, how dumb are you? Yeah, and, how many times and then him with the books, this? you know, like he was kind of like, oh my God, how many more books are you going to get? But that's so authentically. Uh, Rory. She even acknowledges to Jess, like we're not at our best. Yeah, you know, like so she even knows it too. She said that about Dean. To, to Jess, we're yeah. not at our best in this episode? I paraphrase, but something to the gist of that. Yeah, like, because... Oh, we're struggling or whatever it is. Because could of, be from because, the But she was putting basket. that on, on Jess. Ish. Ish. Right? Ish. It's like yeah, you're, being such, it a, you're like, being such a disruptive force in this town that, you know, it's causing problems with my relationship. And I really love Dean. But then, you, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Daniel, you see him at the book fair and he's like, oh, I don't know, I'm bored. You know, he's looking at his watch, like how long we've been, you know, <laughs> do you want to go to the astronomy section? Go ahead. You know, yeah. why isn't he looking at books? What's wrong with, you know, come on. Like find a Lord of the Ring book. Right. Like, do, you right. know, like find a way to connect. Dang, come on, buddy. You know, you know. could, you could argue that he is like the good boyfriend because he's, he's almost like the purse holder. He's just there because she wants to be there. So it's like there, there is an element like he doesn't care about these books. He went for her. So there yeah. is some you could you could play both sides of that. Her whole her whole world is books. Books mean more to her than anything else in the world. Any possession in the world. To me, books her whole are- world is the verbal sparring. Mm hmm. No, well, that's how she grew up and she's very, you know, she's a, she's a black belt in, in banter. Um, right. And, and, and she gets that from her mom and she gets that from, but ultimately it's all from books. It's from reading. (laughs) (laughs) We have to totally remember black belt and banter. Such the perfect explanation of of the Gilmores, I mean, because Emily's right. a black belt and banter, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're quick. They're fast and funny. And they're cutting. And they're nasty. And, they, <laughs> right? and that is, you know, that's the Northeast for you. That's 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 the elite Northeast, right? That's all that all that stuff. So, um, but anyway, Riley, what, what did you think of the episode? 
I totally agree on everything that has been said. And then I love how we talked about the books and then you see the shift of focusing on Jess because then Dean wasn't interested in the books, but you see Jess in Rory's room just to look at her books. Mm. Like you see the books. The books are but the he common thing. There just he, for the he, books. he wasn't there for the books. I know, right? You know. <laughs> books. He was looking at the books. Yeah. Right. Uh, there is a through line that he, they have that major common interest mm-hmm. and that they really can talk about literature. I will say, I was gonna. How many episodes ago was that? Three episodes ago, where she lost her bracelet and Jess picked it up. Um, I was like, I wonder when that's gonna come back. And finally, this episode, I was like, Oh, ding, ding, ding! Mm -hmm. And Jess said it perfectly. Like she hasn't had it for two weeks, and she's just noticing now. Yeah, Scott. Yeah. My question for you, Mm -hmm. and I really want you to break this down. He didn't steal the bracelet. No. Fell and even though rest. Lorelai says that, right. But he, did, so he, like, he didn't give it back. Right away. Right. But do we know, and forgive me, because I know people will say I should know this. I don't know that Jess knows that bracelet was from Dean. No, I think, he, yeah, he found out. He overheard. Right. He found so out. he didn't right. take the bracelet like I'm like, like some criminal mind. That's like, I'm going to steal her bracelet right. that Dean gave her. Mm-hmm. I think he kept it because it was hers and he wanted to like hold it. Cause we see that when he's talking on the phone with her, he's holding it. He's looking at it. It's like a little keepsake mm-hmm. to keep him close, keep her close to him. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think don't think it, he's the criminal that everyone makes him out to be. Right. But then once he found out, he did, you know, use it to his advantage, which, you know, he's a clever, clever boy. But I feel like, okay, and you guys debate this because this is I'm giving my opinion. But I feel once he found out that she was so upset about it, Mm -hmm. he quickly figured out, okay, I can't just give it back to her because then I'm like the creepy guy that took her bracelet and like held it in my bed at night. Mm -hmm. But like he figured out a way to put it back in there, make it seem like she found it. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like he's a good guy with this bracelet, but I don't know if I misinterpreted that. And we're already seeing the green shoots of his relationship or his feelings for Rory. Rory's saving his life. Books are saving his life without Rory, without books. This kid's in trouble. This kid's going into jail. This kid's, you know, committing violent acts. I mean, we saw an earlier episode that he is prone to, to violence, that he is, you know, a beat away, a heartbeat away from, from punching somebody. Um, but now he's softening. He's getting deeper into his feelings uh, with Rory. Her feelings are deepening. He's reading more. He's spending more time with, you know, in his Luke's now garbage apartment filled with his boxes and stuff. (laughs) But he is making an attempt. Yes, because he is. You wanted him to clean the gutters, yeah. and he said okay. And Lorelai wanted him to chat over the Chinese food because she was making her like gesture to him. Mm-hmm. So he is trying. I don't. Even though Lorelai confronts him and they have that sort of exchange, like he stole the bracelet. That's not how I read it. I think he wanted it because she dropped it and it was hers. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he knew she was upset, he returned it because she he doesn't want her to be upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and you know he's not gonna he's not gonna admit that to Lorelai. You know, um, 
But I liked how I liked how he, you know, attempted to have a little Chinese uh, lunch uh, with with Lorelai. He he tried his best. You know, I was rooting for the kid. Um, I mean, what else can he do? Poor guy. You know, he's in a gosh, man, when you're that young and you're rejected that hard by a parent and you have nobody except your uncle, which is fine. Right. That's a that's a hard place to be. That's a very, very difficult place to be. But. If that's going to happen to you, thank God it happened in a place like Stars Hollow with, and he's involved with Luke and he's involved with Rory. I mean, he got saved. Other kids that find themselves in that situation aren't so lucky, but he he got lucky. Yeah, that's really accurate. You know, he ended up in Stars Hollow surrounded by some pretty solid people. And now he's, you know, the the bright light that is that is Rory um with with what the future holds for her, what we think and hope and the future holds for her. I mean, he's, he's in a good, he's in a good spot. Well, speaking of that, what Mm. do you think of the scene in the kitchen when Luke and Lorelai talk about, Hey, do you think there's something going on? And Luke's like, I really don't know, but I sure hope so. And like that sort of exchange they had in the kitchen. Well, that's just to contrast the, you know, their divergent views on Jess and, I don't blame Lorelai for feeling the way she does. She's operating with not a, a full slate of information on the kid, right? She's not. She doesn't have all the details. She just sees what she sees. And these are very negative impressions, all, all three or four of them. And it just seems like every encounter with Jess is a negative encounter. And she always ends up kind of barking at him a little bit, you know? <laughs> it's like, get off my property. Get out of here. Right. You know, I mean, like, right. He sort of earned the like, reputation, like Taylor said, sure. the, hoodlum, the hoodlum in the back. Mm-hmm. He, you know, it's like <laughs> he has done some things that are a little, he's sort of the town bad boy with yeah. the chalk outline and the whole thing. So I get why she's, you know, ooh. Yeah, I don't don't blame her at all. And, and and sure, there's that disconnect between those two. And I just, you know, getting back to that rant. Um, interesting, he goes to her and really lets loose like that. Um, and I was, you know, I was sitting there actually just trying to, you know, I was getting judgy with my acting and judging with the choices I was making. And but. You know, and the thing that was amazing me, and we'll we'll get a little wonky here on on acting technique a, a, a little bit. Uh, I was amazed at how uh, with such you know, it's a very difficult assignment for Lauren because mm-hmm. she can't throw off my timing because I'm just going mm-hmm. like a million miles an hour. Um, um, you know, every every movement is connected to something. Uh, you know, I've got to hit all those beats through that speech, and she can't mess me up right she's got to keep the balls in the air the same way i am and if she hesitates a little bit on one line because she had these like "Uh uh-huh well what'd you say and you know this kind of thing that's hard it's really hard to do and i hadn't thought about that that's an interesting go watch that scene again and look how relaxed she is and how with what such ease she gets through that scene. It's wonderful. And is that because of her and she's just got so naturally talented? Yeah. Or does she also mm-hmm. just know the scene so Both. perfectly? Both. And it's just like she's really there for you as a partner, as a scene partner. And she's like, she's saying to you, I'm not going to let you fall. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to hit my cues. Your timing's going to be perfect. Don't worry. Just go. And I remember every single take, it was like, it was, it was magic. I mean, she, wow. it, it's really hard to do 
really hard to do that and usually takes a long time. But with her, it was just, it's just easy, you know? I mean, I love that you talk about that because as a person sitting and watching it, I I don't even think about it because it's just so real. It's like, it's still their cadence, but it's just so real that nothing takes me out of that scene. Right. And I get as you, I mean, look, I'm like looking at myself in this zoom right now and I'm like, Oh, I'm gross. Ew. Like how you can watch it without judging yourself is almost impossible. Well, look, you're supported by the dialogue. You're supported by the scene. You're supported by the lighting. You're supported by all that great stuff that technical crew brings to bear. Um, but you know, the, the miracle of that scene was just watching Lauren in it, you know, and watching how, how easily and comfortably and how relaxed she was through the whole thing and how comedic she was and her, just the timing of everything she was doing. Cause she's got to feed really me stuff. I really want to go watch it again. Doesn't that make you guys want to like watch it again? It's like, I don't know that I even noticed her so much. I mean, I did. But that's her job is to sort yeah. of like, let me go and, and like, let me shine and let me, and she's just so good at it. You know, it's just, it's, and they all are. I mean, it's wonderful. Even with Jess, those mm-hmm. scenes with Jess, those quick back and forth scenes with Jess. I mean, it was also. I right. Mean, I it, mean, at the end he has very minimal lines, let's say, mm-hmm. but he has to just really be with you as you're coming in and open the yes. closet and grabbing the, right. what is that thing called? It's not a hammer. Sledgehammer. It's a, Yes. You know, and he just has to be so on his game. And was it only one? Could you only do that once? Could only do one take. Could only, and they, do you feel stressed? And Amy, Amy told us too, said, listen, you can only do one take because if we have to do another take, if you flub the line or you flub the hit, then it's going to take a couple of hours to to reset, reset this whole scene, this, this set. Yeah. So does that, what does that make you feel like? Just hey, it's time. It's it's time to Tom Brady and and rise to the occasion, in honor of his retirement. <laughs> right. I want to know, it, like, after you bang a hole in the wall, there's like all this dust and debris coming down. Yes. Is somebody back there yes. just throwing things down the wall? I think it was either somebody throwing things down, or it was or it was rigged for stuff to fall. Okay. Yes, indeed. And it was perfect. Know, it was so cool. The whole thing was it perfect. It really was. You but yes, you're, and you're right. Notice how when I come in, Jess doesn't pay attention to me. But then when I go in the closet, get the sledgehammer and start passing him and he, he turns and notices the sledgehammer. Yeah. So it's like all his, he has no dialogue, but he's communicating right. his confusion, his amazement, his fear, his excitement, all in, in his body movements. And then he gets up very quickly, very energetically to follow me to see what the hell he's doing. Like, is Luke going to go beat somebody's head in? What's he doing? He doesn't know. And then when I go to the wall and smash it, he just, his body tightens up and he's like amazed by it. And like, what in the hell's going on? So these people are so wonderful at what they do. Their craft is so finely honed. Um, And especially in that, that walk and talk we were doing, uh, I was doing with the, with Milo um, looking at apartments Oh, Remember that yeah. scene? Yeah. So that was all yeah, like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And it was just like, I just, I don't know. I just. I, I thought all the apartment stuff was really like entertaining, yes. clever. And it, I didn't remember it. And I've seen this episode many times because I think it's more subtle. Whereas you remember the scenes, you know, the more dramatic and the, right. the Luke and Lorelai and the Jess stuff. That was so 
clever and funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. you guys walking around town and then this the in the apartment with Lorelai. And then just the fact that Taylor owns half the town. <laughs> it's like, of course. It's so good. And that just makes you more mad. How great is Michael Winters? I mean, that scene on the street on the sidewalk was just magic. He's magic. I'm looking at guy. your application. What? <laughs> Why? Why are you looking at my application? It's so genius. And I didn't see it coming. And it's just like, no, oh my God. No, he owns half the buildings in town. Oh, and then God. you got a good deal on that building if you bought the building for a hundred thousand dollars. But maybe that was your down payment. A down payment? No. In two thousand whole building in Stars Hollow in two thousand was a hundred grand. Of course, yes. You know, it's not going to be a large a, building. It's not a large, but no, yeah, hundred grand. I thought the same thing, Amy. I'm I was like, like wow. oh, what a bargain. He paid cash too. Mm-hmm. How much cash does Luke just have in some bank account somewhere? It's like, whoa. Yeah, I start, you know, I started feeling bad for the guy. You know what I really saw in Luke this episode was that he's just, he really is this small town guy. He's not leaving. He doesn't need much. Why is he living up there? You know, why doesn't he have an apartment? He just, I just think he misses his dad. He wants to be near his dad. I think he's really in pain. Yes, I agree that. He's in a lot of pain, that guy. He doesn't like change. No, he's in a lot of pain. He's kind of frozen in the past a little bit. Or, you know, maybe it's... I just felt bad for him. It's like, I, get out of your, get out of your own way guy. I mean, it's just like evolve a little bit, get, you know, oh, that's so interesting. Cause you, you more have sympathy where I'm like, this is how this guy is. And he's happy this way. <sighs> I don't even find him to be that unhappy watching the game in the diner on the tiny little crappy TV. It's like, he's sort of just that guy. That's like, I'm going to be good with however it is. I just think he misses his dad. I think he's sitting down there. It was very moving, that scene for I mean, me. that's definitely true because of the sign. I mean, that is definitely true because when Taylor mentions the sign. And what I loved the most about that scene was the fact that Lorelai went in to comfort him. That was her going in to comfort him because she saw that pathetic scene. Like, look at this poor guy. He's alone watching this crappy little TV mm-hmm. and he's drinking mm-hmm. a beer. I'm going to go in and be his friend. Well, she also drops everything when you call mm-hmm. from the payphone, which I thought was hilarious, the payphone, to go look at the apartment. She right. drops everything immediately right. and was like, okay, I'll be right there. Right. But you see, but you see what happens if there's, if there's too much Jess, there can't be too much Jess every week and there can't be too much Luke every week because there was Agreed. a lot of Luke this week. Can you imagine all that Luke every single week? Well, yeah. I mean, I like Luke, so I don't mind. Any okay, but it's, scenes, a, but, I, but it's a different but show. It's a different show. Right. It's a completely right. different show. I mean, it has to be balanced back to the girls. You know, it's got to right. be. It's, it's, not, got, it's right. It's, it's got, not the Luke and Jess show only. No, right. it's Gilmore Girls. It's 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 mother and daughter. You know, interesting so, sidebar. They tried that. They tried to spin off Jess and it didn't work, but. We won't get into that. Yes. I would like to see the Danes dudes. Danes dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Danes dudes. He's not a Danes. What's just American? I did sit. I did sit down with the uh, the president of Warner Brothers Television uh, back in the day uh, for lunch at the executive dining room. Ooh. Oh. Oh yes. Very nice. And we had full access to it. Nobody even knew it. 
you could you could either go to the commissary, which was very nice, and then next door they had the executive dining room, which is very shishi, right? Yeah, had a maitre d' and you know the white tablecloths, the whole thing. Um, so I had so I had lunch with him, and I pitched him, you know, not Duke Danes, but I said let's 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 spin off Luke, you know, let's call yeah. it, you know Carol O'Connor did it with you know <laughs> with yeah. all the family. Why can't I do it? And he said, you know, Scott, uh, we've thought about it, but it's just uh, you know people will really long for the characters that aren't there. Yeah. So perfect example, Joey. What's what's Joey? What's that? It was the friends spin-off and it did not work. Oh, right. Because with with Matt missed, Le, with Matt LeBlanc? Yeah. He had his, and what? I okay. love Matt LeBlanc, but you missed the other friends too much. But he was he was the same character in Friends as he was in he Joey. Was Joey. He was yeah, Joey. He like maybe moved to LA or something, got some new friends and none of them were that cool. And it was like, and it didn't, and it didn't last at all. It didn't even, did they it get, maybe gave it a second season just because it was Matt LeBlanc. But, right, right, right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I think we could have pulled it off. There were enough auxiliary uh, uh, characters in that show where you could have filled that diner with a lot of those characters. Who, yeah, I, mean, I guess could, if it, they stayed, right. If they right. stayed in Stars Hollow. Right. But a lot of times when they spin them off, they move somewhere away. Mm-hmm. And it's like starting fresh. I, I can see their point. It's hard to sustain something like that without Lauren and Alexis. I mean, if it's just going to be my show, right, in a, mm-hmm. in a diner. That's that's gonna be tough. That's gonna be tough. <laughs> remember? Do you remember Alice? That show, Alice. Uh, kind of, sort of. They they were just in the diner. Like, I don't know that they ever left the diner. It was like Alice. Remember that? You don't remember Kiss My Grits? That old show. Was it a and spinoff it like, from another show? No, there was okay. like, You would know it. You keep talking. No, it's Bonnie show. Franklin, right? Or or that's or, one day or, at a time. Or Lori, Laura, something. Um, it was yes, Linda Lavin. Linda Lavin. Got it. Linda Lavin. Linda Lavin. Yes, I do remember. And it was they were just in the diner. Like I don't know, they ever went outside the diner. Like I yeah. think I swear to God, every scene was in the diner. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah. That hair. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I mean, are, are you going to be able We're to talk? Pop culture. Uh, Pardon me, we digress. Anyway, so it's a lot of Luke. Um, I mean, I listen, I really like the episode. I, I, I really think it was a, a top-notch writing. Um, beautifully structured. Again, not a, never a dull moment. Completely engaged in the whole thing. Yes. And, uh, you know, funny as all get out. Funny as Even all Ms. get Patty's out. Even Miss Patty's walking class. Oh, that was hysterical. That was hysterical. <laughs> But it is it is seeing it is seeing Lorelai dealing with a lot of tension, a lot of situations, right? I mean, there's all this going back and forth, this just tension. Boy, it really winds her up, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. As a mother. I mean, I and it has to, it should. Um yeah. and her her daughter is gonna get thrown off track by a bad boy who's super good looking and you know, clever and and he's got bad yeah. intentions and, you know, he's like outmaneuvering us somehow. And I caught him in the bedroom planting the, you know, what are you doing in there? Right, right. And, uh, did you see your eyes? Yeah. Did you see her fix her she eyes knew, on like, him? what is going down. Yeah, man. Right. She's in like getting in fighting mode. Like she's just ready to throw down right there. It felt a little Emily, like a little <laughs> nod to Emily. That's a good call. Yes. What are you good doing? Call. In there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. The what episode a- was clever right from the start, though, because 
they come into the diner and you're not there. Mm-hmm. And she wants her pancakes, which brings her back behind that curtain and up those stairs. Mm-hmm. And then we see the apartment. Like it's so well-crafted because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not like we had to have a scene where you're like, Hey guys, I'm in a bad mood because my apartment's a mess and it's too small. Like they don't, they don't shove it in our face. They show us, Oh, she needs the pancakes. Oh, funny. Oh, up we go. Oh my. You know, it's like, that's one of the things I love. And it's so brilliant. Like they don't dump us over the head, whatever the saying is. Uh, yeah. Hammer us over the Bang head. Bang us over the head. Hammer us over right. But uh, I, I never loved Luke and Lorelai more than I have in that episode. I really love them together. I love them from the first scene up in his apartment, you know, and it's just the way they banter and it's the way they are with one another. And you know what? I had a stunning and I was going to call you and pre-plan this, but I had a stunning revelation. Tell, wait, tell us, tell us, tell us after the break. It's hard for me to blow my own (laughs) mind, but it happened. (laughs) Nobody move. Nobody move. We'll be right back. All right, we're going to be back after it's these so words, and we're going to have a big uh, revelation coming up. All right, we'll be right back. Shout out to AstroPro for sponsoring this episode and providing free samples. It's springtime, and that means allergies. Mine have been throwing me off, and I need something that works fast. That's where AstroPro comes in. It's the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. And it is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter spray you can get. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Plus, it is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. AstroPro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. So if you suffer from allergies like I do, get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with AstroPro. Go to AstroProAllergy.com for a discount so you can AstroPro and go today. Visit A-S-T-E-P-R-O-Allergy.com. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices, And vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, everybody, we're back. We are uh, about to reveal a stunning, stunning revelation. Uh, I had an aha moment oh, yesterday. I literally have no idea. I have no idea. What it's uh, no, no, okay. But, you know, I was, I was going back and forth about whether to tell you and everybody so we could I don't know, do some funny thing or whatever. But I just, I'm just going to tell you because it was absolutely stunning and I just had no idea. And I, gosh, how, how do I... Hope I'm not let down by this now. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. Um, you know, I uh, I'm reading. Uh, okay, so so um, you know, a lot of people ask me what's the inspiration for Luke. Okay, and I'm not trying to make this about me, but uh, you know, I was Luke was uh, it was Luke heavy episode it for sure. It can be about you. It's fine. Just, just let me take a moment. Okay, I know the emails are going to fly in. I'm 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 ready. I've got the Kevlar on. I'm ready. Um, uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, so uh, everybody asked me that question when I do interviews over the years, like, where's the inspiration for Luke? You know what? I never knew. I really didn't know until yesterday. And now I know. No way. And I'm not, and you're going to be shocked, but there isn't a character that I thought was cooler and more impactful on me as a consumer of entertainment, right? Yeah. Of film. Yeah. Then, ready? Luke yeah, Danes. I, I have one Luke name Danes. in my head, but I won't No, go it. ahead. Guess. The Fonz. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the Fonz. <laughs> Even though iconic, Winkler did an unbelievably ready. great job with that. Uh, Who could it be? Girls, do you have any guesses? Huh? Uh, can you give me an era? Is he from the 80s? Is he from the 70s. 90s? 70s. 70s. Frank Poncherello. No. <laughs> Chips? No. <laughs> Even though super cool cat. For sure. Let me have one more guess before you tell me. All right, go ahead. An iconic TV character or movie? 
I'm not saying. I'm not going to say. All right, I'll say, move. John Travolta's no, Danny. No, sorry. From, okay. From from what? Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Greece. From Greece? No. Yeah. No. No. Okay. Know. One more. Give me that hint you were going to give me. What hint? I thought you were going to give me one little clue because I said, is it a TV or movie character? Movie. It's a movie character. From the 70s. Yes, from the 70s. What hint? I thought you were going to give me one little clue because I said, is it a TV or movie character? Movie. It's a movie character. From the 70s. Yes, from the 70s. And Han I think, Solo. I, what? Han Solo. You got it. Han Solo. That's it. That's exactly it. You nailed it. It's Han Solo. Yes. It's Harrison's yes. Ford interpretation yes. of Han Solo because he was, you know, world weary. He was yep. a little bit funny. He just yep. didn't care about Princess Leia. Rugged. And, and Rugged. he did. Right. Oh, checked all the boxes. Yep. That character left an indelible impression on me. And that's who I called forth in the audition. And I didn't even know it. Isn't that interesting? I get it. Yes, I, but, I, but I get it. Yes. He's Han Solo. Oh. I'm doing yes. my version of Han Solo because I thought yeah. that character, that was the coolest. Snarky, ca- little snark. Oh, do you know why? Because, I, because I was, singer. I was watching the, uh, the, re, uh, uh, it was on, um, last yes. night I was watching a little, you know, the modern version with Adam Driver oh, and Daisy yeah. Ridley. And, uh, then Harrison Ford made an appearance in a scene with Adam Driver and the yes. whole thing was just so serious. And I was just, I was, you know, and it was great. Don't get me wrong. And I don't know what year it was from. I don't know how old that is. Uh, the Daisy Ridley one. And I don't know how many she's yeah, been it's in. Yeah, more recent. It's, 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 it's like within not t- many years ago Like at all. within 10 years or five years or something like that. But it was so serious. Yeah. And I, was look- I kept looking for the humor. And I thought, these set pieces and that, these massive tidal waves and all this stuff going on. And, and these very serious people on camera. And everything's serious, serious, serious. And then I just, I started thinking about the original Star Wars and how funny it was. It, yes. And, yes, I agree. And I agree. The lightness of it and how Harrison Ford kept it kind of light and he kept it like he just threw it away, right? He threw he had away singers the singers all the time. Yes. All the time with, with Princess Leia and right. Luke and everybody. Yes. He was throwing lines all the time. Right. It was all these one liners and it would make you laugh. So you just you just totally. wanted to be in that world. And that's when it hit me. Because Harrison Ford was on screen having a scene with Adam Driver and the ocean is raging around them. And I thought, that doesn't seem like Han Solo at all. And then I went back and watched a couple of clips from the original Star Wars and I thought, good God, that's Luke. I am not mad about it. And (laughs) I get it. And also, I know this sounds weird because what Han Solo wore was different than what Luke wears. Mm Mm-hmm. But in my mind right now, kind of the same. Right. Even though like Han Solo did change his outfits, but it was always sort of that same vibe. Right. And I know you don't use the word vibe (laughs) from this episode. And Luke has that same sort of rugged uniform. I 100% in. And and you know, I I had an encounter. Look, I, I should write a book about my my New York City elevator encounters with celebrities. Celebrities that ignore you when you bump into them. Yes, d- d- yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and I went into an elevator right around the uh, Russian Tea Room. Uh, I I was in a building right around the Russian Metropolitan Towers, that kind of thing. And uh, I got into an elevator, and Harrison Ford was there with an assistant or something, and or and and I came in, and we just looked at each other, 
And I just, I didn't say anything to him. I just I was stunned. It's like, there's Harrison Ford. And I said, another New York elevator situation. And there was just this, this, there was a vibe in the elevator. There was this energy happening. And I was just like, that's Harrison Ford, you know? And, um, anyway, it's Han Solo. Luke is Han Solo, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, Cat more is- Han Solo than Indy. Cat, Indiana, uh, Indiana Jones, but there's a little Indiana Jones, but mostly Han Solo. Uh, yes, but there is some of that too. I agree. It's well because it, it, yeah, I get it because of all of the of the big movie stars that you can you know that you can think of. One of my favorites, and maybe my favorite, is is Harrison Ford because of just what he brings to the table. I mean that attitude, that whole attitude. How does he get away with it? He's so good at it. And he's so relaxed. So anyway, there you go. That's the revelation. That's where I got it from. It was in my subconscious all these years. What, since the Star Wars came out in 77? Something like that? Yeah, it's been in my subconscious all of this time. It's been in my actor brain all of this time. And I never realized it. There it is. May the Force be be with you. May the Force force was with me. (laughs) Maybe that's the reason for all the Star Wars mentions in Gilmore Girls. I don't know. Star Trek, though. Both. They tried. They do I both. feel like there's heavy Star Trek. Yeah, I don't think there's very much Shatner in what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of Shatner there. <laughs> you used that force for the sledgehammer. <laughs> we interrupt this program to bring you a special report. There's been a sighting. Take you now to Los Angeles, California, where Danielle Romo is standing by. The clown pillow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it returned. Yes, it did. 3802 time mark for anybody that wants to check it out. Oh. There was also half clown pillow at 2304, wow. but full on 3802. You are heading up that clown pillow department like a champ. Wow. <laughs> time codes. Time codes. I like it. She's head of CPD. <laughs> clown pillow department. <laughs> I will wear that badge so proudly. You're darn right. Look at the power behind the throne right there. And there you have it. The clown pillow has turned up in yet another unexpected place. And that's the way it is. This is Walter Cronkite. Good night. Okay, so we're going to take a, a little bit of a break, everybody. We're going to towel off. This, is, this was a sweaty one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> The energy, you know, I I, I remember the energy you have to expend to do those rants. Those are, those are sweaty affairs. You know, you you get a little hot under the collar. Um, Anyway, uh, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with best lines. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. 
This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, everybody. We're, all right, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lang, that's like uh, that's like podcast language. Only podcasters can understand it, right? <laughs> that means, and we're back. <laughs> uh, listen, guys, uh, we're back from our break, and we're going to do best lines. Okay, as if everybody can gain their regain their composure. Uh, Amy, best line. Please indulge me. I have two. Do we ever not? (laughs) I don't use the word vibe. And then I love this one. Luke, I'll meet you there in 20 and a half minutes because he doesn't like that. They have the apartments, have the addresses, the halves. So Lorelai says, Luke, I'll meet you there in 20 and a half minutes. Right, right, right. Danielle. Mine was also a Lorelai quote. She goes, and she's talking to Luke. She goes, you'll meet somebody someday, probably at a Timbaland store. <laughs> <laughs> See how she throws those, she throws those in there, right? So good. Uh, Riley. Mine is from Luke, and he says, he is systematically buying up the town. He's going to turn it into Taylorville, where everyone wears cardigans and have the same cut grass height. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Very well done. Listen, I always, I always uh, revert back to the mean, which is Michelle, and I don't know exactly what he said, but he had a scene with Lorelai where uh, she didn't trust him about something, 
and he got oh, very yes. oh, my God. <laughs> and he got very sarcastic with her like but how can you trust me in the future to do anything answer the phones and, and what did he say he, he was going to go out because and get a pineapple somebody's going to put a hat on my head i'm going to go join a conga line that, was that's looking for the bracelet and he's right. like it's not here right are you sure right oh my God. right right that was so good so yeah that's it's michelle it's always going to be michelle all right, everybody. So that's it. I'm Scott Patterson. This is the I Am All In podcast, iHeartRadio, 111 Productions. We will see you next time. Uh, What's the next episode? Oh, God. Pop culture. I, it's, it's, no, oh. I know. But for those that maybe don't listen to Riley's. <laughs> <laughs> next episode, number 16, There's the Rub. Oh. There's the Rub. So we'll see you next time, everybody. Best fans on the planet. Thanks for your downloads. Thanks for listening. And stay safe, everyone. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com, grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 